This is Meditations for Misfits, and I'm Fred Gruy. As we've begun Season 2 of the uh, Meditations for Misfits podcasts, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the purpose of uh, these beginning podcasts of this season, uh, these exercises and reflections I'm going to offer to you, are all designed to help uh, you and I become uh, more generous people, uh, more grateful for our lives, uh, more uh, in tune with accepting the reality of our lives as they are, and to grow in our ability to to express love and affection to the people in our world. So those are the 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 um, motivations for these exercises that I'm offering. And one of the things I forgot to mention in the last two podcasts was uh, some of these exercises, and particularly the one on the soul print gathering box that I mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago, are, are really even more fun if you do it with a group of people you trust and love or with a dear friend. So sharing these exercises with uh, people that you want to connect with or are connected with can even uh, make them more, much more enjoyable. And the same will be true for the exercise I'm going to share in this podcast. So this po- the exercise in this podcast is about connecting with the story of our lives. There's a wonder- wonderful African proverb I so love. It says, we are not made of flesh and bones, we are made of stories. And uh, I think it is part and parcel of our experience of being human beings, that we create stories about who we are, why we are, uh, why am I living and behaving the way I am at this time, in this space. And so crafting of stories is, is core to our experience of humanity. Now, we create these stories out of various uh, substances, if you will, or think of it as a, as a salad. You're tossing a big salad. You're going to make a great salad. And so the, the salad or story of our life contains some of these elements, our, our basic life experiences, the things that happen to us, whether they're good or bad. Uh, for example, if we were raped or if we were violated in some way, we try to make sense out of that. At the same time, if wonderful things happen to us, if we win a scholarship to go to a school or we win a prize in an athletic competition or we're uh, signaled out for some special award, we we try to make sense out of that. So our life experiences. And then uh, those are layered in with our nuclear family experiences, the memories of our first family unit, where we grew up. Uh, For example, what was my nickname in my family? Was I uh, the, the golden child or was I the problem child? And so our experience in our family of origin has a major impact on the way we see ourselves and the story we tell ourselves. Our culture has a lot to do with this. If you're a person of color in North America right now, that certainly affects your story and the way you perceive yourself and others perceive you. And if you're white or Caucasian, uh, once again, it's a that deeply affects 
the story of your life, as well as geography. If you grow up near mountains, you're going to understand yourself in a whole different way than if you grow up, say, grow up in a, on a Pacific island. Uh, if you've never seen snow, if you've never encountered the cold, if you live in a desert, that's all going to affect the story you tell about yourself and who you are. And your friends have a lot to do with this because when we, we find a group we want to join, a tribe, if you will, uh, of friends, we modify our behavior to fit in and we tend to not like the people that our group doesn't like. And so that very much affects the story we tell about ourselves and who we are. And then uh, another thing I would add is our concept of the divine or the sacred uh, certainly affects the story we tell ourselves about who we are and why we are because that involves the morals and the ethics that we try to follow. So we, we mix all this stuff into a big bowl, a salad bowl, and create a story about who we are and why we are. And and thinking about our story is, is very important in understanding ourselves. And so here's an, an exercise I'll recommend uh, for your consideration this week. And I came across this exercise from the wonderful Henry Nowen, who uh, encourages us. So here's what he says to do. Take a piece of paper and draw a foundation stone at the base of the paper to represent your birth. And you can write on the stone the date of your birth and the circumstances surrounding your birth. Were you underweight? Uh, were your parents married? Were you, uh, what number child in the family were you? All those, the circumstances around your birth. And then you can build upon that stone, adding other stones to represent the major events of your life. And I would add, and the major transitions in your life. Uh, if you go to college, if you get married, if you find a partner, or a, jo a significant job. So the major transitions in your life are important. And feel free to add the joyful events as well as those full of sorrow or failure. Now, when you've finished this part of the exercise, uh, you can go back and add notations to these different stones about maybe some of the major cultural or world events that were taking place at that time in your life. For example, the Vietnam War, if, if you were in North America or in Vietnam, certainly has an impact on that story. Or 9-11 uh, in North America, again, very major event going on at that time. So you could consider political changes, wars, major natural events. If you were, you know, in one of the major hurricanes, Katrina, or one of the hurricanes in Florida that all happened, you know, you might note that on your stones. Now, when you've finished, you can look at the, the whole picture of these stones of your life and here's a question you can reflect upon. Henry Nowen suggests that we take a look at this and say, is there some perceived divine purpose represented here? Or is this simply a random series of meaningless events? So that's something to ponder in an exercise for you this week as you consider what's your story. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for allowing me to join you for these few moments on your journey of self-discovery this week. And I, I pray it's a wonderful journey of discovering more about yourself and who you are. And I really deeply appreciate uh, that you download these podcasts and uh, are on this adventure with me. So in conclusion for this week's podcast, I have a quote from the Christian theologian Jürgen Moltmann, who writes, Only the person who has found his or her own self can give her or his own self. It's only the person who knows that she or he is accepted who can accept others without dominating them. The person who has become free can liberate others and share in their suffering.